popcorn ready. I'm here so I won't get fined. It's about the stupid, I gotta say, it's the stupidest thing in sports. No! What? Get your big butt out of here! What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Fantasy Guides podcast brought to you by ShopFantasyGuides.com. I am here with Steven. We call this episode The Flex, and this is all rapid-fire start-sit advice. We do this on Friday mornings, and this is all using Steven's season guides from ShopFantasyGuides.com. So, Steven, let's get into it. First thing I want to do here is, is do a quick Thursday recap. And uh, my big takeaway is I did not know that DK Metcalf listened to the podcast. <laughs> he does, and he took your criticism personally in a 41 to 35 loss to the Cowboys. Tons of points here. Tons of fun. This this is like what this is actually what college football looks like. If you were wondering what good football looks like, uh, Stephen, if you ever wondered. <laughs> well, so Jesse, I have the memory of like a 90 year old. Remind me, what did I what did I say last week? I, yeah. So er, earlier this week, you said I, you know, I just think we need to recalibrate on DK oh, Metcalf. And yes. apparently, DK was like, "I'll take your recalibration," and I'm going to go six catches, one thirty four, and three tutties. And the other thing, Stephen, he's learned sign language to talk I know. shit, and I, I, know. I think that's awesome. I, I, my recalibration, right when I was getting ready to bury him because of Stephen. I put him all the way down into my flex spot in one league, and and boy, I'm glad I didn't put him on the bench. Well, I I do know for a fact my recalibration had everything to do with Geno Smith and that offense. It didn't have anything to do with DK because I know I've been a fan of DK's for a while. I drafted him in a couple leagues, so I couldn't have been too, uh, too down on him. Um, I was also higher on Geno this year. It's Geno that has been the problem uh, so so far this season. Um, the thing is. You know, it's easier to do kind of season long takes as far as like, I just, I don't know about this offense or something. Like, I don't know how good they're going to be this year, but a player like DK, it's really hard to say sit any week. Like right. as, 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 as hard as it's been to watch DK this week as an analyst, it's really hard to have him in a sit post. So I've, I've not done that. <laughs> but, um, because this, this can happen. He is a stud. Like you just look at him and you know, He's an alpha wide receiver. Games like this can happen. Um, I hope this is a sign for things to come that, you know, maybe we should throw his way a little more often and maybe right. he and Gino can get a little more chemistry. Um, it's too bad they weren't able to win that game. I thought Seattle played really well. Um, they just just wasn't enough to hold off Dallas, who that offense also on fire. Um, right. I don't know if you saw it, Jesse. I posted yesterday or last night after the game that since... Uh, Dak's injury. Remember Dak got injured in 2020, missed half mm-hmm. the year or more than half the year. So that year before he got hurt, they were first in scoring. Uh, the year after that, they were, oh God, now, now I'm blanking on it. I think it was first. So it was first, first. Then last year, they were fourth in scoring. And then this year, they're first again. So it just goes to show you like Dak's, Dak's actually pretty good. He's a good quarterback. That offense is rolling. Uh, CD Lamb. There might not be another wide receiver I'd rather have. Maybe Tyreek Hill, but uh, he's he's the, at least the second best in football right now, especially for fans. 17 fantasy. targets, Steven. 17 I know. targets. <laughs> I know. If you have him, uh, things are looking good. Yeah, that was a fun game. Uh, I Other thing I just got to throw out is I think Prime's doing a great job. My boy Kirk Herbstreet doing a great job. And they got this uh, rapid recap option. And that was really cool for a guy that I had to work late. We had a a showcase at my school 
a bunch of people coming in, you know, a bunch of eighth graders coming to see if they wanted to attend our high school. I got home really late. I could hit that rapid recap and it, it showed me all of the highlights. So that was pretty fun. Oh, so when you're like recruiting kids for your high school. Yeah, that was, it was called the showcase and we had it last night and and that was kind of fun. So did you, please tell me you wore your Dion glasses. (laughs) (laughs) Please. Oh, you should have with like a, with like a prime hat or something. Yeah. Yeah. Just missed missed opportunity. opportunity. Missed opportunity. You'll do it again next year though, right? That's right. That's right. right. I'll remember that, Steven. You're good. You're good. All right. All right. Uh, Okay. Let's jump into the games here and start talking through this again. This is all using Steven's uh, season guide and, it makes me an instant expert. It allows me to just jump, <laughs> me jump on a podcast. <laughs> um, but I, you know, I say that because it's awesome. It's it's just cool to see this stuff in this way and use it to uh, set your lineup. So anyway, next well, game. Well, or- well, one thing I'll say, Jesse, is I, so, you know, every week when I look at this stuff, I just go through and it's visually like what bars are pegged for good, which mm-hmm. ones are, are are minimized for bad, and I always go through and I I pick out my guys. But I will cross-reference with other sites that do this kind of stuff, and it almost always checks out. So nice. very rarely will it not check out. And uh, and then even sometimes when it doesn't check out with another site, I'll say, screw it. I'm going with my guide. And it's worked before. So I like it. Yeah, yeah no, it's working for me, man. My my overall record, uh, we can get into that on the, the, the Monday night podcast. But I'm, I'm, I think I'm making the playoffs in all four leagues. So Sweet, I, dude. That shows you that this helps out because this is basically to help me with my lineups is what we Yeah, that's all it is. That's all it is. (laughs) All right. So morning games kick off. We've got the four and seven Chargers at the two and nine Patriots. The Chargers are favored by five and a half over under of 40 points. Uh, What are you expecting in this one? Uh, Just start your Chargers. Um, You're starting Keenan. You're starting Herbert. You're starting Eckler. I know Eckler's been down a little bit recently, um, but I'm still starting him. I, I do have some hesitation with Gerald Everett because one area that the Patriots have been good against is the tight end. They're giving up the third fewest points in our adjusted rankings. So um, I wouldn't start him more than likely, uh, even though he he came through last week because of that touchdown. Um, and then uh, I'm not starting Quentin Johnson until further notice. That's He's not looked so good so far this year. Um then on the New England side of the ball, let me get over to them. Uh, da, da. All right. Um, I like Ramondre Stevenson in this one. Uh, Chargers, very beatable to the running back position, especially in receptions. They're giving up some of the most receptions uh, of any team in the league, and that's where he thrives. Um, it is actually a decent matchup for Bailey Zappi, but no thanks. Uh, <laughs> and I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, he is starting, right, Jesse? I'm, I'm almost positive he's starting over Mac Jones. I don't so, I- I'm I'm trying to decide which quarterback <laughs> they should draft with that top five pick that they're going to have is is where I'm at. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I just would like Zeke to do something. We have our trade deadline coming up at the end of this week in our dynasty league, and I need I need to sell Zeke, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm uh, I'm planning for the future, and he's just I just see him on my roster like you're doing nothing. <laughs> like, yeah, so. he's not really a future piece. I don't think. Steve. No, he's he's not. Uh, I'm trying to sell him to a. A win now team uh and then demario douglas i actually kind of like him in this one it's just i just have a lot of question marks at the quarterback position but for like a deep streamer uh flex option i like demario douglas in this one and then i also kind of like hunter henry as a hail mary tight end start um because chargers are beatable to the tight end position right, oh and start game. start your Chargers defense sorry yeah definitely we've seen 
the the uh, pretty much anyone playing the Patriots. Anyone, uh, yeah. They're averaging like ten points a game. I and we on Monday we need to get a little more into how disappointing that uh, you know we all thought that guy returning to be an offensive coordinator would really help them out. It's been completely the opposite. Holy cow! Yeah, yeah it's not been good. All right, next game here we got the eight and three Lions at the five and six Saints. The Lions are favored by four. Uh, this is one of the higher over unders, forty seven uh, over under. Um, yeah, start your Lions. Although I am tempering some expectations a little bit, given this game is in New Orleans and that Saints defense can play well at home. I mean, obviously you're still starting Amon Ra, you're still starting Gibbs and Montgomery and Laporta. Laporta actually liked the most as far as just comparing the matchup. New Orleans, uh, we used to talk about them being a very uh, tough defense to go against with the tight end. Now it's kind of flipped there. They're actually pretty beatable. So I like Laporta, um, but tempering some expectations for the other players in that, uh, especially Jared Goff um, against this defense. Uh, still starting him, but tempering expectations. And then on the New Orleans side of the ball, let me get over to them. Um, looks, looks like not a great matchup for Alvin Kamara, even though he's been solid. Yeah. The bars are that's, just, that's just one of those things. It's, it's Kamara. He probably won't put up gaudy numbers or anything. Although we are getting close to that annual Christmas game that Camara always seems to be good for. <laughs> We're not there yet, <laughs> but uh, no, this week definitely tempering expectations for him. But I still have him as a top five running back. I got him as my RB five just because he's Alvin Camara. Um, I do think it's a decent matchup for Derek Carr. However, um, if Chris Olave doesn't start trying to come back from that concussion, I'm not touching Derek Carr because. I, it's looking like Rashid Shahid is out. We know Michael Thomas is out. And if he doesn't have Chris Olave, uh, Jesse, that leaves us with um, at Perry, which was <laughs> is a rookie this year. And uh, it's, Xavier. It's, it's, it's AT, but I love that you call him at I Perry. always call him at. We, I know. We have, stick, we have to stick with that moving forward. Yep. Uh, and then Xavier Gibson, like these are not good options. Uh, Having said that, I do. It makes me like Jawan Johnson as a streaming tight end option. Um, but I was actually right, and before we jumped on Jesse, my starts uh, post uh, for the week, and he doesn't really line up. It match up as like your typical tight end. But I really like Taysom Hill this week. Don't you think? With all those guys injured, we're going to see a ton of Taysom Hill in this one. Yeah, and it's funny because I I can't remember if it was uh, Yahoo or ESPN because I own him everywhere because he's my favorite player. Mm-hmm. But they got him projected for like three points. And I was like, yeah, that's not, that's going to be wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think he had like seven rushing attempts last week. Wouldn't be surprised if he gets a similar amount of rushes this week and a lot of red zone short yardage usage and Taysom Hill. He can do he can make big plays. So definitely start Taysom Hill if you have him. All right. The next one here, we got the five and six Falcons at the four and seven Jets. Uh, Falcons are favored by two thirty three and a half point over under. That's about as low as we'll see. And uh, I got I went ahead and picked up the Falcons defense, Steven. So I'm good. There. Yeah, I got them in like two or three leagues this week. Um, I'm pretty happy about it. Uh, yeah, so I like their defense. Um, also, Bijan Robinson, he had some of his tough matchups. I kind of had him as sort of like a if you needed to win now, you know, maybe look to move Bijan Robinson because he has a he had a more difficult short term schedule, but he has a cake playoff schedule. Well, he did well in those tough games. And now he's starting to get the, the easy games and the Jets are an easy matchup. So I really like Bijan Robinson this week. I think he could go off. Don't like Desmond Ritter as much. Uh, well, sorry. I don't like Desmond Ritter. We've been saying that. I met Drake London. I don't like Drake London as much. Uh, 
just because it's a tough matchup. We know Sauce Gardner in that secondary. They're a top 10 uh, unit against wide receivers, so not really looking to start Drake London in this one. And I'm never really looking to start Kyle Pitts. I don't know how he, before this last week, he was 86% rostered, and then he put up another, you know, donut. Not a donut, but he scored like four points or something. And he's still 83% rostered. Like, I... It's not happening this year, people, for Kyle Pitts, and I'm not starting him this week either. So, and oh, then, sorry. And then the J- <laughs> and then yeah, and then we have another team that they play. They play the New York Jets. Uh, let me let me get to New York here. Um, uh, yes, see, they're kind of forgettable. I forgot about them. Other than Aaron Rodgers might return. Um, tougher matchup for Brees Hall. Uh, I got him as the RB twenty this week. Um, it's a bottom five matchup. Uh, for Hall. So Atlanta is good at stopping the running back. So you're still starting, but I, I don't love him in this matchup. Also, not a great matchup for Garrett Wilson. Atlanta is good against the perimeter wide receivers. Um, I got him as my wide receiver 25 on the week. Um, I guess like I, I still you still can't trust it, but I'm just going to say it so that, you know, maybe I have a sound clap later. The matchup is good for Tyler Conklin. That's all I'm going to say <laughs> <laughs> on paper, on paper. OK, OK. But but right. I still can't get out of my head that Tim Boyle had one career college touchdown pass to 13 interceptions that 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 rings loud for me i i think it's if if anything we didn't talk about this part but what a middle finger to zach wilson <laughs> seriously because it's not like i didn't think he was that bad but i there must be some stuff behind the scenes there i because he's, is he, no, he's I, I think he was bad but come on like yeah we, tim boyle's not doing anything for you might as well just keep playing zach no kidding. All right, next game here, 2-10 and 10 Cardinals at the 7-4 Steelers. Steelers are favored by 5.5, over under a 41, so not nothing too, not too many fireworks. What do you got for this game? Um, I think it's going to be a tougher matchup for Kyler Murray. He's been awesome since he returned, just under 20 points per game uh, in the three games that he's played. Um, but I do, th- this matchup is more difficult. Pittsburgh giving up the six fewest points uh, in our adjusted rankings. Um, so I've got him as my QB 11. You're still starting him. Um, Tougher matchup for James Conner. I got him as my RB24. And then finally, it was nice to see Marquise Brown bounce back a little bit last week. I've got him as more as a back-end, mid, I should say mid-range wide receiver three in this one. And then, uh, I don't know if you saw, Jesse, Zach Ertz was let go by the Cardinals. So it is full-on Trey McBride. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it's funny because the matchup's not great. It's not horrible, but it's it's not that great. Um, but he's now, I think... I think he's one of these, he's a top eight tight end and and you just don't sit those guys no matter what the matchup is. I think he's getting into that territory now. So I've got Trey McBride as my tight end eight. Um, and then that's probably all I'm really looking to start for the Arizona side of the ball. Um, and then if we get over to Pittsburgh here, um, lots of, lots of bars to the right on Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah you typically, depending on the offense, you just say start you know your offense against the Cardinals. And that's pretty much the case here. I mean, I'm not starting Kenny Pickett. That guy still can't get it done, but mm-hmm. I'm still I'm starting both running backs. Actually, if I've got Najee and Jalen Warren, unless I've got a stacked roster, I'm probably starting both of them. Uh, ever since they announced Jer- Jalen Warren the starter, the the usage hasn't changed. I think I had said that to you, Jesse, on yeah. the podcast yeah. that mm-hmm. it, it's basically stayed the same. Najee actually had more work last week, and I think Najee could get more work in this one too because the Steelers are projected to win. They're four and a half point favorites. Um, and Arizona cannot stop the run. I was just writing about this before we jumped on, and the Cardinals over their last four games have given up close to 600 rushing yards, so I think they're going to be able to move the ball against them. 
I like Deontay Johnson in this one as well. I think he has a bounce back game. Well, I think he or Pickens could. I have Deontay ranked higher. Um, and then Pat Fryermuth. It was nice to see what he did last week. Um, and Arizona has given up the most rushing touchdowns in our adjusted rankings. So uh, I like Fryermuth in this one as well. All right. Next one here. We've got the six and five Colts at the four and seven Titans. Uh, Colts are actually favored by one. And this is a 42 and a half point over under. What do you got for Colts Titans? Well, I wrote about uh, Josh Downs as a start last week, and he only came through with nine points, but I'm just leaving him in my start column and just switching out the team, and I'll probably rewrite the, you know, probably rewrite it since he's playing a different team, but um, I like him in this one. I hope he comes through. Um, It's a good matchup. The uh, uh, Titans, very beatable to the wide receiver position. Um, They're a top 10 unit to attack, so I like both him and Michael Pittman. Uh, Gardner Minshew couldn't get it done last week in a smash matchup. So he's kind of not really on my radar as a starter. Um, he's really only had one good game this year. The other ones have all been kind of meh. Um, and then, uh, Zach Moss though, he's going to get all the work. We saw Zach Moss was a basically a top five or top six running back, uh, when Jonathan Taylor was injured. Um, hard to say he's going to go back to that kind of elite play, but I mean, I've got him as my RB11, so I still think he could be a top 12 running back this week. So you're starting Zach Moss. And then on the Tennessee side of the ball, let me get down I knew, to them. I knew Zach Moss would be starting because I'm playing Big Kells, and he has Zach Moss. So I was like, yeah, of course, Jonathan Taylor goes down the week that I play against Zach Moss. You know, it's it's hindsight's 2020, but I traded Zach Moss for a, a future third dynasty pick. <laughs> and had I known he would get injured right before the playoff push, I would have held on to him because I think I could have gotten more for him uh, at this moment. Um, but I digress. Uh, okay, starting Derrick Henry. Um, I, I think we start to see his bounce back. I, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. He looked good last week. Um, I'm also starting DeAndre Hopkins in this one. One of his best games this year came against uh, the Colts already. Um, I think he has another great game uh, this week. Uh, deep streamer option. If you're just devastated at tight end, I think Chig Okonkwo could come through in this one as it is a decent matchup for him. Um, And then I think you could start the Colts defense if you're desperate. They're not one of my favorite streaming defenses, but uh, if you weren't able to get like the Atlanta Falcons or some of the other ones I recommended, I think, I think that the um, Colts could be okay. All right. Sounds good. Next game here, we've got the eight and three dolphins at the four and eight commanders expecting lots of points. This happens a lot in these dolphins games. Uh, Dolphins are favored by nine and a half. You expecting a shootout between these two quarterbacks? Um, I you know honestly maybe. I, I, every time I think, oh, this is going to be that game where Washington gets blown out, and maybe sometimes they do, but but it's still, uh, um, Sam Howell always always seems to find a way. You know, at least on the fantasy side of things. So start your Dolphins. Uh, I think A Chain is going to play in this one. I'm starting both him and Raheem Mostert in this one. And if A Chain for some reason sits, I'm comfortable probably. Th- starting Jeff Wilson as well um, if, if you need running back help. So start your Dolphins, especially the wide receivers. I mean, not like you – like I actually had somebody uh, comment last night um, like, oh, my God, I'm sick. I sat DK Metcalf for Jalen Waddle, And I commented, I'm like, that was the right move because this is like a, an insane matchup for the Dolphins. And don't be surprised if Jalen Waddle puts up maybe not three touchdowns, but I could see him scoring 30 points against this Washington secondary. It's that bad. So – don't don't lose all hope. I think I think the I think Jalen Waddle could come through big in this one. Um, yeah, like I said, the Commanders they are ten point underdogs in this one, so expect a lot of passing. Sam Howell is 
passing more than any quarterback in the NFL right now. Um, so he's going to put up numbers. So I like Sam Howell in this one. I mean, b- because of that, I kind of like the wide receivers. I don't think there's a very high ceiling for any of them, but McLaurin's Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson. Uh, I think they all make for decent, like desperation plays because they're going to be passing a ton. And the same goes for Logan Thomas. Um, Brian Robinson doesn't, doesn't, uh, set up very well for him. Antonio Gibson is back this week. So Brian Robinson, that's one area that the Dolphins are good. They can stop the run. They are a top five unit. No, they're a top three unit against the run in our adjusted rankings. Um, and if he's not in on third down catching the passes, I could see a really poor performance for Brian Robinson. So, so I've got him as my RB 28 on the week. So temper expectations for him. Everybody got real mad when I traded him, but I had actually looked at the, uh, his his schedule and it didn't look very good moving forward yeah, so yeah exactly right. next game here we've got the six and five broncos at the six and five texans texans are favored by three over under a 47 so we are expecting some points in that one uh i'm excited to watch that game that'll be fun i haven't i haven't got to see a, a whole whole game of cj stroud right i just see highlights or mm-hmm. or kind of the cutaways but um i think seeing that whole whole game will be fun what do you got in that one I'm not that excited to watch this one, Jesse, because <laughs> the, the, the Broncos are starting to get talked up, and that's when it happens. That's when it right. flips. You know, everyone's talking about there's no other team you want to play in the playoffs. Like this is a you should be scared to play the Broncos, and it's like this is when I see a slide happening. But that's just me being a pessimistic Broncos fan. Um, uh, but having on the fantasy side of things, I like Russell Wilson. This one, I got him as my QB nine. Um, he's been playing well, even in times when I've, I've recommended him as a sit in tough matchups, he's come through. I still don't think his ceiling's crazy high, but I think he's got a decent floor. So I like Russell Wilson in this one, which could be a shootout. Uh, um, I guess it's 47 over under. It's not crazy high, but it's decent. Um, like Javante Williams in this one, he's still getting the usage. Um, not not been quite as good as I had hoped he would be, but I, I still like him. I got him as uh, kind of a mid-range RB2 in this one because of my RB19. Uh, you're going to still start Cortland Sutton. He's a threat to score a touchdown every week. Uh, but uh, what what more do you need to see with Jerry Judy? He's got two games over 10 points this entire season. I'm comfortable saying bench him. Uh, I don't think he's going to put up a DK Metcalf game. Um, I've got him as my wide receiver 36, so basically a back end wide receiver three, maybe a flex option. If it turns into a shootout, yes, he could do something, but um, don't feel bad if, 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 if you bench him, because I, we're still waiting to see it hasn't happened this year. Um, and then on the other side of the ball, let's go over to Houston, basically start your Texans. I mean, the wide receivers have it tougher than the, than the running backs. I really like Devin Singletary in this one. Um, he uh, he had like over an 80% snap share last week with Damian Pierce back in the picture. Damian Pierce is like left for dead. I mean, that guy has been horrific this year. Uh, he, he's averaging just three yards per carry. I can't imagine they get him that involved without as bad as he's been playing. So I like Devin Singletary in this one. Um, love Dalton Schultz in this one. Uh, Jesse, you being a Broncos fan, you know tight ends can do damage against our defense. That's the one area they're beatable. So I like Dalton Schultz in this one, but I don't love the receivers quite as much. So I have them a little bit lower in my rankings. You're still starting them. You're still starting Tank Dell and Nico Collins. Um, I expect okay games from them, but Patrick Sertan and that secondary is for real. And so I think they can slow them down, Um, but I still like CJ Stroud. I think he's got enough weapons outside of those wide receivers too, and he's just good enough to, to score. So I got him as my QB seven on the week. 
All right, moving to the afternoon games here. We've got the one and ten Panthers interim coach going uh, down to Tampa Bay with the four and seven Buccaneers. Five and a half point uh, favorites the Bucks are, and a real kind of a lower over under at thirty seven. What do you got for this one? Start the Bucks defense. We'll start. With, we'll start there and start Adam. Okay, let me let me just start with Tampa Bay. So start their defense. Start Rashad White. Love the matchup for Rashad White. Got him as my RB eight on the year. Uh, Panthers top 10 unit to exploit with the running back position. Not quite as good against uh, they, I'm sorry. They, they are good against wide receivers though. So not as great of a matchup for the wide receivers. Obviously you're still starting Mike Evans, but uh, you might not want to necessarily start Chris Godwin. Just depends on your lineup. I got him as a wide receiver 31 on the week. The Panthers given up the fourth fewest points to wide receivers in our adjusted rankings. And the same could be said for Baker Mayfield. If you're, if you've been starting him, cause he has been decent. He's just under 16 points per game. Uh, as a quarterback, but I don't love this one. We've seen the Panthers have really slowed quarterbacks down this year, um, probably because you can move the ball against them with your running game. But even Dak Prescott last week, only 16 points against this uh, Panthers uh, defense. So not really looking to start Baker Mayfield. Um, and then on the Carolina side of the ball, uh, start Adam Thielen. That's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I'm right. not starting. I'm not starting those running backs against this this stout defensive line in Tampa. Love it. Okay, next game here. Ooh, good one. We got the eight and three forty ers at the ten and one Eagles. Uh, 49ers favored by three. 47 and a half point over under. This is called a quad boxer. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you got so excited, man. Uh, no, this is like I don't you heard I said it while you were sneezing. This is a quad boxer. This is one yeah, I'm gonna okay. be excited. Kind of like the Bills and the Eagles last week. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, start everybody in this one. For the 49ers, the toughest matchups for Christian McCaffrey, and we know he is uh, never benched. He's the best running back in fantasy, so you're starting him, obviously. Uh, I like Brock Purdy a lot in this one. Um, I got him as my QB5 on the week. I think he could really do well in this one. And then the wide receivers, I love. Start Ayuk, start Debo Samuel, start George Kittle. I think it's a great matchup for him as well. Yeah, just start, start, start. And then on the Philly side of the ball, um, sorry, let you know, in my rankings, Jesse, Philly always comes right under the Jets, and they're like the same color almost, mm-hmm. so it's always hard to find them. But uh, yeah, it's actually a tougher matchup for your Eagles players than it is your 49ers players. The 49ers defense has been playing really well this year, whereas the Eagles, except outside of the run, hasn't been as good. Um, still starting to, obviously, Jalen Hurts. I still still got him ranked as my QB1 on the week. That guy just shows up, doesn't matter, uh, no matter what. Um, starting the wide receivers. Uh, I do think that we're going to see a not as good of a game from DeAndre Swift. Um, temper expectations. I'm not really looking at him in DFS or anything, but um, you're still starting him. I guess my RB17 on the week. <clears throat> All right. Next one here. We've got the seven and four Browns at the five and six Rams. Uh, the Rams are favored by three and a half and a 40 and a half point over and under. What do you got for this game? Um, that I, it just sucks if you're the Browns, if you're rooting for the Browns quarterback right. situation, just, they just can't catch a break with the quarterback. So I really don't want to start any Cleveland Browns this week. If I can avoid it, <clears throat> uh, the Rams defense has been playing decent against pretty much all the position groups. Uh, Dorian Thompson, if he ends up playing or PJ Walker, both of them last week were under 50% of their passes completed. So I just think this offense is going to struggle. They only have 18 implied points on the year. Sorry, on the on the week. So not really looking to start any of them. Um, I do have Jerome Ford as my RB25, so maybe he's flex-worthy. But uh, it's hard to want to start, you know, even Amari Cooper, uh, Elijah Moore, David Njoku. 
if you don't, you know, Njoku, because it's a tight end position, and he is getting a lot of targets. I, I still think Njoku's in play. I'm as my tight end seven on the week, but it's going to be rough. I, I will say start the Rams defense. They were one of the streaming options, I said, not only for this week, but they've also got some good matchups in the playoffs. Um, and then on the Rams side of the ball, uh, I don't know the status of Miles um, Garrett. That, that would change my thoughts on this offense versus this defense, but it's still a good defense outside of him. Um, Kyron Williams, that guy's still getting elite usage, uh, averaging the second most points per game on the year to Christian McCaffrey, so obviously you're starting him. I'm not looking to start Matt Stafford, though, because this defense is good. Um, and then I don't know. I don't, Jesse, I got Cooper Cup as my wide receiver 22 on the week, and that's, he's only ranked that high because we see what Cooper Cup can do in the past, but but he worries me. He just does not look the same. Um, so it kind of depends on your um, your other options. But this is a really tough matchup for these wide receivers. Don't be surprised if both he and Puka Nakua uh, have um, have slow or down games again. I got them as my wide receiver seventeen and wide receiver twenty two on the week. All right, next one here. You got the eight and three Chiefs at the five and six Packers. Chiefs are favored by six, forty two and a half point over under. What do you got for Chiefs Packers? Yeah, I'm interested in this game. Um, I could see it being one of these games where it's a it's back and forth a lot, or I could just see it being one of those games where the Chiefs are just like, oh yeah, the Chiefs are good, and they just don't let the Packers, you know, do anything in this game, and they control the ball. Um, don't put up gaudy numbers. I, I just don't see a lot of gaudy numbers from the Chiefs' offense this year. It's just not shaping up that way. It hasn't been so far. Um, so I'm not expecting like big games from a lot of these Chiefs players. But uh, obviously starting Mahomes, but it's it's just, it's not a great matchup. Green Bay thirteenth, a fewest points in our adjusted rankings uh, to the position. Obviously starting Kelsey. I do like Isaiah Pacheco though. Um, the Packers are beatable at the running back position, so I got our uh, Pacheco as my RB ten on the week. Um, as far as the wide receivers, uh, not as good of a matchup. The Packers secondary is pretty decent against wide receivers. I got the highest one is Rasheed Rice. I got him as my wide receiver 29 on the week. Um, And then on the Packers side of the ball, Jordan Love. I don't think he's getting enough love, Jesse. I just just came up Uh, with that. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. (laughs) But he's averaging 18 points per game on the year. Um, He's been solid. And however, this is a tough matchup. Chiefs getting up the 11th fewest points to the quarterback position. Um, and they're giving up the eighth fewest touchdowns to the quarterback position in our adjusted rankings. So don't love love as much this week. I got as my QB 13 on the week. Um, so just kind of depends on your other options. Most people that drafted him either got him on waivers or drafted him as their second QB. So there's probably better options out there. Um, and then I, as much as, you know, as good as Jaden Reed's been and Christian Watson, you know, they've had a couple good games here recently. Not a great matchup. I've got all of them just kind of as wide receiver threes. And I got Romeo Dubs as a wide receiver four. Um, not expecting much from these guys unless a big play happens. And then uh, same with AJ Dillon. He's going to get all the work because we're not going to get, um, we're not going to get uh, AJ. Well, I'm blank. Aaron Jones. Sorry. We're not getting Aaron Jones in this one. So it's going to be all AJ Dillon, but um, it's going to be a tough matchup and they are in a six and a half point um, negative game script. So, not expecting as much from him. I got him as my RB29 on the week. All right, our last one here, Monday night game. Um, I think this one would have been fun, but instead now we have the Jake Browning experience. We got the five and six Bengals at the eight and three Jaguars. Jaguars are actually favored by eight and a half, which is a pretty big spread at this point in the season. 
um, between two teams that had playoff aspirations. 30, 38 and a half point over under. What are you thinking of this game? Yeah, is the I, I'm, I can't remember. Do you know if Trevor Lawrence has played um, Joe Burrow since that championship game? You know, back back in the day, I don't, I don't know, know if they played each other. Yeah, no, um, good. that that would have been interesting. That would have been a fun one. Instead, we get Jake Browning, which Jesse, you you led me down the path to realize he had an insane college and high school career. Yeah, in many 90, ways, ninety one. <laughs> touchdown passes as a senior mm-hmm. in high school have you ever heard of i've never no that, that, that sounds so that that's would be hard a, to do on a video game that's averaging like eight that's averaging insane. eight touchdowns a game you know in like a 12 13 14 game season you're you're just averaging right around that is yeah he's he played in a, a pretty insane high school program and uh yeah had a great college career too he's not a bad quarterback i actually have my wife, I mean, this is a pretty big bi week league or bi week week, I think is what yes. it is. <laughs> um, so it's it's tough to find quarterbacks uh in, in our we, we have a larger league we play in. I, I was like, she was coming down to, you know, is it gonna be uh Bryce Young or and I'm like, I don't you know, let's let's maybe there'll be some points in this game. Let's see if Jake Browning can can rebound a little bit. So she has to start him. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, I will say Jesse, I, so I did look up, you know, the most prolific college or sorry, high school careers for quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And it was like a list of 50 names. I only recognize like Jake Browning, <laughs> uh, and only cause I learned about him recently. Um, Trevor Lawrence was on that list, but like th- there was like Doug Flutie's nephew. I think I saw on the list <laughs> and then, uh, Bailey Zappi, I think were the only only like four players that I had like ever heard of, you know, yeah. and I, I hadn't heard of uh, Doug Flutie's nephew. They just said no. Doug Flutie's nephew. So, <laughs> so I will say, but his college career was good too. I, I don't know. Somebody commented that he got injured in college and that's why he wasn't a higher, high, more highly drafted, but he, his uh, freshman in, I think he was sixth in voting his sophomore year for the Heisman. So yeah. Yeah. They had yeah. a great year. So anyway, sorry. Too much Browning talk, but the reason I was bringing that up is maybe not all hope is lost on the on uh, Jamar Chase and and T Higgins. I don't think we're going to have T Higgins this week. I think he's still going to be out, but maybe just maybe, you know, he's not as bad as like a Tim Boyle, and we could see some some uh, success for Jamar Chase. So still starting Jamar Chase. I I still have him as my wide receiver ten on the week. Um, it's a decent matchup for him. Uh, Joe Mixon. That's one area that the the Jaguars are good. Is it stopping the running back position? Now they are giving up the fourth most or sorry, the third most receptions to the running back position in our adjusted ranking. So if you're, you're hoping for him to get it done with a few dump off passes here and there, cause I don't think he's going to have a ton of goal line opportunities in this one. I got him as my RB 26 on the week. So more of a flex option. Um, and then I'm not looking to start Tyler Boyd. If it was any other week and Joe Burrow was in it, I would recommend Tyler Boyd in this one, but not with Browning at quarterback. And then on the, um, let me get over to Jacksonville here uh, on the Jacksonville side of things. Uh, like what I've seen the last two weeks from Trevor Lawrence. This is kind of the Trevor Lawrence I was hoping we were going to get this year. So uh, I am starting him. As, I got him as my QB six on the week. Um, and then Travis Etienne, it's a decent matchup for him. He's had some really tough matchups the last three weeks, which I had called out uh, as like a sell sell if you need to win now kind of a move. And, and that would have been a good move. Uh, but I think he can bounce back in, the, in this one. Bengals have been a little softer against the running back more recently, uh, given up the 12th most points to the position. So I like ETN in this one. And I like what I've been seeing out of Calvin Ridley. I'm starting him. Uh, I'm starting Christian Kirk. 
And then I really like Evan Ingram in this one. He probably won't score you a touchdown because he hasn't scored one in the last year and a half. But um, <laughs> but he I'm, that's like a real stat. <laughs> but uh, but he gets a ton of volume. So I, I think he's, you know, I got him as my tight end five on the week. And last week, uh, I almost, I told you, Jesse, I almost put Pat Fryermuth in my little like sneaky mm-hmm. starts. And I, I got scared at the last minute. And then Fryermuth came up with like 21 points. So don't be surprised against this uh, Bengals defense. So don't be surprised if Evan Ingram puts in a good game this week. And then also start the Jags defense. All right, man. Well, I know we had some buys, but I think that's like a record, Steven. We were cruising. 35, sweet. Yeah. And I I even digressed a few times and got off task. <laughs> wow. Imagine if I dialed that in. That's right. That's right. I feel like we did pretty good there. So, cool. all right. Hopefully that helps everybody out for the weekend. And uh, make sure to follow us uh, uh, at Fantasy Guides. I am at Davey Rookie Watch. And for Steven and myself, thanks for listening. We will be back on, on Monday night. You can catch us early, either late Monday or early Tuesday morning. Uh, recapping this this past week's games, recapping these these games that we talked about. We can see what we got wrong, what we got right. All right, Stephen, have a great weekend. Yeah, buddy, go recruit those eighth graders. <laughs> That's right.